How dedicated are you to your health, especially exercise? Do you prioritize moving your body every single day or is it relegated to the if I have time category? How does this if I have time mentality seep into other areas of your life, depriving you of that all important focus time that could be the difference between having the energy to meet your goals or running out of fuel on the way to them? Stay tuned for the next Mindful Performances with Teresa Rose as we talk about how to make a date with ourselves for greater energy, vitality, and health. You are listening to Mindful Performances with Teresa Rose. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. For more information or to listen to more episodes, visit TeresaRose.com. Hello and welcome. All right, I'm going to be really honest right at the beginning of this episode. This strategy is one that I am not 100% consistent with, and the size of my rear end is a testament to my inconsistency. For much of my life, I struggled with my weight, and I do still fluctuate a lot depending on what kind of stress I'm dealing with. I know that I am not alone in this. I personally have found that the busier that life gets, the harder it is for me to prioritize working out. I'm pretty good about avoiding the full-on downward spiral by watching what I eat, mostly, but I can be pretty unconscious about moving my body when I find myself, as my dear mother would have said, busier than a one-armed paper hanger. I get stuck. I get stuck at my desk in front of my computer and it can take a crowbar to pry me away, especially when I have this super juicy writing project that I'm working on for myself or maybe for one of my Crystallize Your Content coaching clients. But that doesn't give me any comfort when I can't fit into my jeans. So I've decided to be more mindful of this next strategy from my book, Mindful Performance, How to Powerfully Impact Profitability, Productivity, and Purpose. It's called Make a Date, and here's the excerpt from the book. Establishing a mindful movement practice requires planning. You can't assume that 30 to 60 free minutes will just open up in your calendar so you can take good care of yourself. Your day will get full to the brim with other priorities, and your plan to start exercising tomorrow will turn into next week, next month, next year, and then never. Most of us live by our calendars, so one of the most important actions we can take is to put movement in our schedules just as if it was an appointment. Because it is. It's a date, actually. A date with ourselves. Honor it just as you would an exciting rendezvous with a new or long-term love. Treat your me time with reverence. Don't rush through it or skip it because you're tired. In fact, that's precisely when you need movement the most. Put your movement dates in the calendar and then show up. If you're already a regular mover, congratulations! Maybe your job is not to get started, but to take it to the next level. Can you challenge yourself by doing a different activity or sport you may have been resistant to attempt? Can you improve your performance by challenging yourself even more? Or maybe you can motivate others around you to move more. 
Start a walking group at work or a volleyball league in the neighborhood. Share your helpful hints with others to get them started and be a source of support or accountability if they need it. Many lucrative relationships have been established on the golf course or during walk and talks, so don't discount the power of group movement, not only to positively impact your health, but also to catapult your career. So I've started to energize this strategy by literally putting dance into my calendar with the requisite alarms set well ahead of departure time. And in just a few days, I'm going to be staying for several weeks at a friend's cabin in North Northern California. And I know that if I don't get proactive about finding ways to move my body, I will grow roots among those redwoods. So I've done the research on where I can go dancing while I'm there, and I've put them in my calendar. I may not be able to go to every single event, but I sure as heck will go to more than if I just tried to squeeze in exercise when I have time. This strategy goes beyond just the notion of a mindful movement practice. It's really anything of value that's difficult to stay consistent with. If you want to start a meditation practice, make a date for it. If you want to get out and meet more people, make a date for it. If you want to knock those items off your bucket list, by all means, make a date for them. Carve out space for those activities that truly matter and write them down or type them in your Google Calendar. You may not have to write them down forever, but it's good to make your intentions concrete, especially at the front end of a habit-forming process. So when you look at your next seven days, when will you be moving your body beyond the bed, the desk, the table, the car, the couch? What days and times exactly will you be breaking a sweat? If you can't figure out when you'll do them now, the chances of you just magically finding time are slim to none. And Slim just left the building. Make a date for even one day where you'll be more active. My recommendation is always carving out the time in the morning if you find yourself without time. The mornings are our greatest chunks of controllable time, as you will discover in future episodes of Mindful Performances. See if you can make a game of it by making several dates with yourself in the next 30 days and notice how your body, your mind, your spirit will improve. I'd love to hear how it goes. Stay tuned for the meditation minute later in the show where we will specifically work with visualizing the expansion of time so we can honor all of those commitments, especially the ones to ourselves. In the next Coach Corner segment, I'll address a question from a listener about breaking the habit of procrastination, that nasty, nasty thing. Don't put off those all-important activities because you deserve it. You've been listening to Mindful Performances with Teresa Rose on the C-Suite Radio Network. On today's Coach Corner, we'll be chatting about procrastination, the fancy word for putting stuff off until the very last minute or worse yet, not doing them at all. Here's an email I recently received from a listener that sounded hauntingly familiar. 
I'm terrible procrastinator and can't seem to get my act in gear. I'm always rushing around at the last minute and struggling to get everything done. Taking care of myself is literally the last thing on my list of things to do, and it never seems to get done. What can I do to stop procrastinating and start doing? I can't take anything off my plate because people count on me. Help! Anybody else have a full plate? Too much to do? Not enough time? Yeah, me too. And procrastination is such an easy way to ignore what we know we need to do in favor of doing a bunch of busy work that may or may not be important. Just fill our time with other things and we run out of time, right? It's not our fault that we couldn't get to it. That rationalization may be deliciously juicy, but it doesn't get us closer to our goals. My recommendation to you and to all of us is to get really clear on how procrastination manifests itself. Is it a matter of not knowing what you need to work on? Is it that you aren't organized enough to follow through? Are there emotional roadblocks that are keeping you from diving in? Have you been wobbly with boundaries and taking on far too much than you should? Do you need assistance in communicating to your work colleagues or your loved ones at home about delegation? Are your stress levels impacting your ability to have enough energy to tackle the project at all? Do you need to focus more on taking care of your body so you have the energy to do the other tasks? Knowing what's underneath the procrastination is the first step in deflating its power over you. Once you get a sense of why you aren't getting to the activities and projects you say are important to you, you can then start to push through the resistance. Here are a few helpful hints. If you find yourself getting fatigued and wanting to nap, give yourself permission to rest your eyes and set the alarm for 20 to 40 minutes. Use it as time to calm your mind, breathe deeply, and visualize yourself as the wonderful, radiant, creative, powerful being that you are. See the completion of the project. Tell yourself that if you lay down, the first thing you will do when you get up is something that is productive toward your goal. Even if it only takes five minutes to do. Take the nap, but do the work when you get up. If you find yourself frittering time away playing on social media or puttering around the house doing mindless chores, I recommend my favorite technology. Get out a Sharpie and a post-it note. Write down what you want to accomplish and make it doable, you know, not some Herculean effort. And put it on your bathroom mirror or even on the back of your phone. Don't let distractions get in the way of what you want to do. Make a promise to yourself, if in fact this is important to you, that you won't go to bed until you do it. I have many, many times stayed up until the wee hours of the night cranking out a project because it was on my post-it note and I knew that if I didn't just woman up and get it done, time would slip away from me. Maybe you need to play the same mental game with yourself. It may seem silly, but I also bribe myself all of the time to move through procrastination. I'll tell myself that when I finish writing that website marketing copy, I'll reward myself with a walk around the lake, guilt-free. 
or I'll take a spin through my favorite consignment shop when I knock off a complicated keynote speaking proposal. And yes, I've bribed myself with wine after I've recorded these very podcasts. So my dear procrastinating friend, see what you can do to visualize yourself completing your tasks, writing down your commitments to yourself, and downright bribing yourself. Most importantly, stop telling yourself and everybody else that you are a procrastinator. Using that kind of language only reinforces that identity in you. Tell yourself that you used to be a procrastinator and that you're getting better and better about meeting your commitments in a timely and healthy way. Let go of that negative image of yourself because it absolutely is not serving you. I wish you well and look forward to hearing about all of your great successes. If you have a question for me that I can help answer using mindful performance strategies and mindsets, please, by all means, drop me a line at mindfulperformances at gmail.com or on social media at Teresa Rose Presents on Facebook and Instagram and Teresa Rose on Twitter. Stay tuned for the next segment, Meditation Minute, where we'll specifically work with the concept of procrastination and having plenty of time to get everything done we need to in order to create those rich, juicy lives that we desire and deserve. You've been listening to Mindful Performances with Teresa Rose on the C-Suite Radio Network. And now is when we'll slow it down a bit and work with a guided visualization to integrate this episode's strategy of make a date more fully into us. We'll be working with the idea of time and what we want to do with the time given to us. So first, as always, let's just breathe into the body. Take a few deep cleansing breaths to move any stagnant energy out. Be fully present in this moment right now. There's nothing you need to do, no task to perform, no place you need to be other than this moment with me. Breathe and relax. Just be for a moment. Relax your whole body from the top of your head all the way down to the bottoms of your feet. Let your shoulders drop. Let your limbs soften. Let your face relax. Next, I want you to imagine that as you're breathing slowly, 
time is actually starting to slow down. People around you are moving slower. The pace of the activities and distractions surrounding you are slowing down. It's as if your breath is lengthening the duration of each second. With each breath, you have more and more time available to you to pursue what is important to you. Now, as you continue to breathe and stretch time, I want you to imagine those most important tasks that you may have been avoiding. What are they? What is the most important of the most important tasks? Imagine that task as a block of energy. How big is that first task in the form of energy, really? How much time will it take for you to do if you had ample time and vitality to do it? Finally, See that chunk of prioritized energy easily slip into your stretched out day in the next upcoming days. Breathe it into your calendar. Where will that task go? Can you see that block of action incorporated into that stretchable, open calendar? When will you do it? See yourself tackling that activity easily and effortlessly. Imagine what it will feel like starting it comfortably and finishing strongly. Imagine how you will celebrate your win. Feel the exhilaration in every cell of your body. Know that you have the ability to stretch time and transform that procrastination into determination all by using your mind, your conscious breath, and your deliberate action. See yourself as a powerful, productive, efficient beast 
who intentionally creates every single day without any wasted moments. Breathe into this trusting state that everything is unfolding exactly as it should and know that you can recreate this feeling of expansiveness for yourself whenever you want to. Just slow down and breathe and don't worry. You have plenty of time. And as always, I like to end our episodes with a little blast of levity in our final segment, Laugh It Off. So I'll leave you with this. As a mindful performance specialist, I rarely, if ever, waste any time on social media. I mean, I never binge watch cooking videos. I never endlessly scroll through stories of friends I don't even know while silently judging myself for not being as cool as they are. And I certainly don't stalk the pages of any high school nemesis who made my life a living hell, especially when publicly bullying me for ruining the curve for our final exam in 10th grade geometry. Janet. Just kidding. But not really. Thank you so much for listening today. I sure hope that you've been inspired to make a date with yourself to make those moves, whether it's with your body, your business, or your bursts of creativity. Put it in the calendar, my friend. That's the first step toward pushing through procrastination and arriving at your destination. If you'd like to know more about my Crystallize Your Content coaching, where I help people distill their brilliance down to its essence so they can amplify their message with as much focus and firepower as possible, visit me at TeresaRose.com. It's pretty magical, actually. I create a picture of your magnificence after digesting all of your content, and then I write the perfect words to accompany it. You can also find out about my speaking and MC services too. I hope you connect with me on social media at Teresa Rose Presents on Facebook and Instagram at Teresa Rose on Twitter. And if you enjoyed this episode, I'd really appreciate it if you would give it a review. I love doing these podcasts and I want to share them with as many people as possible. So please tell a friend or a thousand about it. I promise that good juju will come back to you in return. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. I thought I'd end today by reading an excerpt from another book of mine, Your Daily Dose of Mojo, 365 Days of Mindful Living and Working. Here is number 132. We never arrive at a point where everything has been fixed. Fixed? is a fantasy. Instead, be diligent about becoming the healthiest, most conscious person you can be. 
and from one not quite fixed person to another, I thank you. And I hope, like me, you make it an amazing day. Bye-bye. If you liked what you've just heard, then go ahead and like, subscribe, and share. Visit TeresaRose.com to listen to more episodes of Mindful Performances with Teresa Rose on the C-Suite Radio Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.